What is going on, people? This is S. Foster, and I appreciate everybody for checking in to another episode of 28 Minutes or Less. Um, this is the 13th installment of this podcast, and um, you know, as far as the subject matter, I'm gonna get into it a little later in the podcast, but um, I just want to start off, man, that we, we are in wild times right now, in dire times when it comes to this coronavirus, man, there's a, there's a lot of people that are dealing with a whole bunch of different things, you know, as far as, you know, in my situation, I'm one of the fortunate ones that is still able to go to work. Um, you know, I mentioned it before, I am a FedEx driver, so I'm out in the mix of this. You know, I run into a lot of people throughout the day. Um, but it's a good thing because there are a lot of people that are out of work right now. And I'm one of the fortunate ones to still have a job, to still be able to go out and, you know, do the things that need to be done. And, you know, when when you're dealing with this pandemic that's going on, you know, it's a very serious thing, but also just the changes that, that we're seeing that's going on and the things that we're not used to seeing and things that we're not used to dealing with because even if you're a person that's living you know check to check or whether you know you're getting government assistance or anything like that like we are people that are still could be considered as spoiled because when you look at things like just being able to go to the store when you want, just being able to, you know, if you have a little extra money, be able to, you know, anything. I mean, as far as going to the movies or, you know, something that you don't have to pay for at the park, all of this stuff like that. And when that stuff get taken away from you and the fear that is being dropped into people is something that's, you know, it's different. It's not something that we normally have to deal with. And we don't think about how spoiled we are as far as when you think of like, fruit and vegetables and things like that like that stuff is still being sold in stores when it's out of season so that's what i mean by spoiled so being in a time now where there are people that are quarantining themselves whether it's a situation where you can't necessarily quarantine yourself like i can't necessarily quarantine myself unless i want to lose my job and you know this is my main source of income it's really all my income so it's one of those situations where you do what you have to do. But then to go back to my situation, you know, I am, you know, a guy who, you know, primarily deal with my kids and to have to go to work every day and come home and, you know, check on schoolwork and all this stuff like that because the kids aren't going to school. And these are wild times, man, as far as, you know, kids not being in school you know, trying to be able to have a schedule for them, which is kind of difficult for me because having to go to work and, you know, come home and being tired from work because when it comes to a job like mine, like, it's, it's picking up because people are ordering more things. And, you know, just being out in the field like this is, you know, it, it's... It's wild because it's like, you know, I feel like I'm one of the fortunate ones because I've never been a guy to complain about my job. And 
I was delivering to a place the other day and the people were saying that, you know, they laid off like half of the plant, you know, and it's tough to hear things like that when there's this pandemic that's going on and people are losing jobs. Now, there are some people that are fortunate enough to be able to work from home and as difficult for some that that could be, it's like, at least you're not getting fired. And it sucks to have to think about it that way, but that's a lot of the things that are going on and things that people are having to deal with at this time. So, which is, which is, it's, it's, it's quite difficult, man. And, you know, I was talking to my sister the other day and, you know, she's getting hazard pay and she's like, you know, she's just looking at it like, well, they could have done nothing. Um, but, you know, she was able to get extra and, and she's working overtime and all this stuff like that. But like I say, there are there are a lot of, not necessarily plants, but there are a lot of places that are up the road from her job that are laying. Some are getting laid out, but some of them are, you know, being able to be quarantined, but still get, you know, from what I heard, two weeks pay. Um, so those type people, to have a job like that, they're very fortunate as well. Um, but it's wild. You know, even even listening to podcasts and as far as, you know, radio shows and stuff like that, like a lot of people are doing stuff from home and every topic, like you cannot escape. And I'm doing it as well right now. You can't, you can't escape the coronavirus. You cannot stop hearing about COVID-19 because it's something that is... It's never a situation where every continent, every place on this planet is dealing with the same exact thing. To be in a situation where that, 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 that has never happened. There's never been a situation where everyone is dealing with the same exact thing. Like... When it comes to the other podcast that I do, the main podcast, the Stolen Time podcast, you know, shout out to my uncle, um, Uncle Washington, shout out to him. But, you know, that's primarily a sports podcast. And we we found we find ways to still, you know, do sports topics and things like that. But, like, there's no sports right now. Like, the big news right now today, the biggest news today is that they're going to release that Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan documentary a month early, like it's, it's starting in April. So, and I think it was scheduled to come out in July. So they had to push that up because there's no NBA, there's no NFL. Um, well, the NFL is still making news um, with free agency and things like that. You got the draft coming up. There's, I, I'm guessing they're going to have to do it like a fantasy draft, I would imagine. But to listen to all the things that I listen to is is just wild. And it's we're living in a time where this is one of those things when it comes to people that are in my generation and even kids that are gonna be able to remember this, because you have to understand this is gonna be in the history books. Like twenty years, fifteen years, this is gonna be a thing. Where they're gonna say, Yo, you remember the coronavirus when they were shutting everything down? It's wild, yo. Um, but you know, I'm being safe out here. I hope everybody else is being safe out here as far as, you know, doing the things that need to be done. 
But the difficult thing with that is, you know, the news is that the stuff is going to come back. And there's not enough studies. There's It was handled completely wrong. And I was talking to a good friend of mine and I was just saying that there's no way there could be a complete shutdown. It is virtually impossible for it to be a complete shutdown. Because even when it comes to my job, like I deliver meds to people, I deliver medical supplies to people, like we, we deliver a lot of things, like even when it comes to this food, because there are a lot of like food companies like Blue Apron and stuff like that, that people get weekly. And some people probably, you know, up their orders because, you know, grocery stores are just insane right now. So then you think about the grocery stores and convenience stores and things like that. Then what are going to be the repercussions to people that don't stay off the streets or whatever because they don't want to lock people up because they don't know who has the coronavirus. And if there's a situation where there are no people in the jails or in prison or whatever the case may be that don't have the coronavirus, they don't want to risk adding someone into that that has the coronavirus. So it's a very difficult time, man. Um, but then people will go ape shit if there's a situation where they did completely shut everything down because this is what you have to think about and have to consider. If they start shutting down grocery stores and stop shipping people that meds and stuff like that, it's going to be a real-life purge. I never thought that there could be a situation where there would be a real-life purge, but if there was a complete shutdown, it's on its way. Better believe it is on its way if that was a situation where that would happen. But I just wanted to speak on it. That was something that's... I mean, we can't escape it right now. So um, that was my little coronavirus update. So I'm going to get into the subject matter. And the subject matter is top producers, man. It's something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. And I was thinking if I really wanted to make a, a list out of it, but I am going to make a list out of it. Um, but I'm going to throw a few names out there. You know, I feel like a guy, his traction has slowed down. It, it, and it might not have because I have been caught up in my own little world as far as uh, new music. You know, I, I checked out Party Next Door. I haven't finished it yet. I listened to like half of it. And, you know, it sounded cool, um, but I can't really give it, you know what I'm saying, a great review because I haven't listened to the whole album. And I only went through it once. So I don't really want to give it, you know, I wouldn't give it as justice if I didn't finish it. Um, the only other album that I really listened to was J Electronica, which is not even a, a J Electronica album because it was a collaboration album with Jay-Z. I do not understand how that could be his debut album when Jay-Z's on every song, which is weird. Um, I listened to it. It, it was, it was, it was good. I mean, it got Jay-Z on every song. I mean, come on. And... There, there hasn't been other stuff that have really been Jenea Aiko. Oh, man, fire album. Um, she had a really, really great album. But to be honest with you, I am a guy who I've always 
be stuck into my old music, especially R&B music. Um, but the only album, man, like I, I have been, there has not been a day since this album came out that I haven't listened to it. I know I haven't got to my subject matter yet, but this Matt Miller Circles album is is it is phenomenal, man. Like I, I there's not a day I don't listen to it, or at least listen to like the song that has taken over my universe as I can see. That's one of the well most well put together songs I've ever heard. And when it comes to Mac Miller, man, you know, rest in peace to him. Matt Miller is a melodic dude, and I'm like that. Like I'm just I like yes, I know Matt Miller cannot sing. But the way it comes off, it sounds right. And there's not a day to go by that I don't, I do not listen to. I can see. So to go back to what I was saying, I said he was slowing down, but like I said, I'm not really sure because I haven't been listening to a lot of new music. But this is a guy I want to mention. Mike Will made it. You know, when I'm in that mood, he's a dude that I that I just want to mention. Um. You know, the work that he does with Ray Schwimmer is great. They haven't came out with an album in a while, but he's one of those guys for me. Um, DJ Paul, man, you know, the last thing that I've heard that he's done, me personally, is that he did that track with Drake and um, Jay-Z Talk Up, where he um, sampled the, what was it, Dope Man beat. And... Killed it. So um, DJ Paul, you know what he did with Three Six Mafia, and it's just he's just one of those dudes, man. Like I say, he has a, a different sound, and, and it's a horror sound. And I'm huge in the horror movies. That's what I always loved about Three Six Mafia and what DJ Paul did because you know he brought he brought horror music into the rap game, and I love that. Um, another guy, Timbaland, man, you know, but, but the thing with Timbaland is, is he's in so many genres. It's, it's, it's like he, he covered so many bases and it's not that they're bad bases. It's just the type of music that I am like stuck on, you know, don't get me wrong. Timbaland got hits. Do not get me wrong. He got hits, but you know. That's just one of those things where it comes down to taste. Another person that I want to mention, Dr. Dre. Like I said, look, Dr. Dre did the Dope Man beat. Dr. Dre is really a legend. Like he, I, The only reason I mentioned him was a simple fact of I just feel like his name just has to be said. He's beyond the list. Dr. Dre is beyond this list. So take it how you want to take it when I say that. Another guy, Just Blaze. Just plays the work that he's done phenomenal. Um, when they come to club hits, he got them, you know, just just as well as Timbaland. Um, this is just one of those things when they come down to taste and what you the feel that you tend to put yourself in. And when I finish this list, you'll see where I'm going. Um, the last name I want to mention is No ID. No ID. No idea is something serious. Um, no idea almost made it um, into my top five when it comes to these producers and um, the work that he done 
with Jay Z's 444 by doing the whole album. Dude is is he's a magician, man, when it comes to being in the booth and putting together these beats. And another name that I'm gonna mention and then I'm gonna get to it is <sighs> I really I really wanna put him in, man. I really wanna put him in. But he 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 just just made it out Ninth Wonder, man. Ninth Wonder, what he does with Rhapsody and the the the, the thing that he's building over there. I think that he is he is well respected in the game. And but the the, the thing with Knife Wonder is Knife Wonder don't get the credit. And I think because also Knife don't have a tag, like he don't say anything to let people know that it's him. But Knife Wonder is something serious. So I'm gonna get into it. Number five. Even though as of late I haven't really been on him, I didn't even listen. I, I didn't give his last album a listen at all. I don't think I gave the other one, the second to last, I didn't even really do anything with it. But the work that he's done, and also when you look at his first three, for me, first three, fourth of school, but Kanye West, he, he's still one of the best when it comes to soul beats. He's great at picking samples. He's great at taking the stuff out of samples that some people he just he just thinks on another, you know what I mean? Like is like you can't put your finger on it, but the way that he picks the samples that he uses is is just amazing. So um Kanye West will go fifth on my list. Number 4 on my list, I will go Swiss Beats. People don't realize, like Swiss has, he has a tag. You know a Swiss beat as soon as it come on. Like, he's just one of those dudes. I mean, even in the early years, man, like when he used to do the DMX albums, like he would do the whole album. And it's just like, man, it's like what, and then at the same time, with DMX, even with the talent that he had, would DMX be DMX if it wasn't? For Swiss Beats. So Swiss Beats is one of those guys for me, man. He's one of the up-tempo guys. When it comes to this list, he's the most up-tempo guy on here. Um, number three, I got to go Justice League. Justice League, he has a tag. Says they, Well, they have a tag. They say Justice League when they come on. Justice League, like, just what they done when it comes to just Rick Ross. Like they 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 pick great samples, and like I say, it depend. It really depends on the type of music that you like. I like sampled music. I like music that are more slowed down. That is, you know what I'm saying. It's it's, it's not a club hit, but it's something that you ride to. And they are great at putting together things to just ride to. And they fit they fit Rick Ross like a glove. And I'm going to leave it there. Number two on my list. And it was really hard not to make him number one. But the Alphamist. The Alphamist, and listen, what he did on that Electronica Jay-Z album. The Never Ending Story. 
which is my favorite track on that. And it was great to finally hear. That was the first time Jay-Z rapped. The first time Jay-Z rapped on an Alphamous beat. The thing with Alphamous, he is so underrated because Alphamous, now he puts out a lot of, of his work when it comes to just releasing instrumentals, which is great. And that's what I do with Never End the Story. Now, now don't get me wrong, both Jays did their thing, but I'm able to tune, like that, it's so good, I tune their voices out and just listen to how soulful, how how well put together. Everything that the Alphamist does is just, it's just different. But also another reason why Alphamist, I feel, I feel like real music heads know, but I feel like the casual fan wouldn't know Alphamist because he does not work a lot with huge artists. Like he's a guy that, you know, he will put out one of his, you know, albums, whether it's the cutting room or whether it's, you know, uh, um, the good book. Whether it's bread, you know, whether it's chemical, uh, not chemical, uh, uh, I think it was chemical warfare, I believe. But when he put out this stuff, like, he don't usually have the biggest artist on it. So, a lot of people don't know him like that. But he is a genius. Okay, everybody keep calling Kanye a genius. And I might have did a few minutes ago. But the alphabet is a genius. It was really hard not to put him number one on this list. But the last person I'm going to mention, and this is really more off of longevity and able to fit in every genre, whether it's Pharrell. Listen, Pharrell is just, is okay. You can't even come up with the words to explain Pharrell. You know, Skateboard P. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what it is. Like, you know, I remember Pharrell was on Lupe Fiasco's Kick Push remix. And he was explaining himself. And um, I forgot how exactly it went. But he was saying that, how can my child be... Something, he said something about being black on the outside and white on the inside because he was a skateboarder. You know what I'm saying? The music that he listened to was, you know, like it was just so diverse. That's the thing when it comes with Pharrell. Pharrell is so diverse and able to fit into anything. Like, this is the one guy that you cannot, you, you, you can't put Pharrell in a box. All the rest of these people, in a way, you could put them in a box. But when it comes to Pharrell, there's no box that he fit in. None. There's absolutely no box. I mean, he would give you, you know what I'm saying, grinding with the clips. But he also give you, oh, I forget the name of that song, but he, uh, like the song that he did with Gwen Stefani. Like, he does not fit anywhere. And I think that when it comes to longevity and when it comes to being able to go into any field and master all of it, I think that I think that Pharrell is number one on my list because Pharrell is able to go 
in any genre and master it. Out of all of these people, I, I don't think, in my mind, I don't think they master all of it. And that's what separates from me. That separates for real from everyone. Now, I now, within saying that, the alphabet is right there. And that's because of the type of music the Alphamus makes. And I'm a huge fan of them. So, that is my top five. Producers list. Recap Kanye West at five. Swiss Beats at four. Justice League at three. The Alphamus at two. Pharrell is at one. Um... You know, that's all I got, man. You know, I appreciate people for checking in when it comes to another episode of 28 Minutes or Less. Before I'm out of here, I'm going to give another shout out to my co-host, Uncle Washington of the Stolen Time Podcast. That's my guy. Love that dude. Also, shout out to Scoots Bronson, Detroit Gang of the Already Home Podcast. You know, I appreciate them. Um, shout out to Free Dead Ty. Check him out on YouTube. Um, you know, he'll give you that financial advice. Uh, he's doing his thing. Um, and I appreciate his support. I also appreciate the support from Candace. I appreciate her, you know what I'm saying, checking in, listening to the episodes. Also giving me feedback when it comes down to it. I'm pretty sure this is a subject matter that she'll be down with. She's very huge in the music. I know she's big in the Ninth Wonder. So, appreciate her supporting the podcast. You know, shout out to Sinclair. Shout out to Mark. Um, This has been another installment of 28 Minutes or Less. This was episode 13. Peace.